Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Watched a Movie, the podcast version. This is actually what you're about to hear uh, is a Friday the 13th movie review that we did a couple years ago. Yes, honey? You wondering who I'm talking to? I'm too loud for you? Come here and say hi. Come here. What you guys are about to watch or listen to is one of our Friday the 13th reviews. I'll hi. be putting them all up. Say hi. Hi. What's your name? Ellie James Holtz. Ellie James Holtz. <laughs> Can you say, I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason? Is that too? I don't know how to say that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Say, get some gosh darn wham up in you. I don't know how to say that either. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what you guys are about to watch is uh, that was my uh, four-year-old Ellie. Is uh, one of our movie reviews from a couple years ago when we did all the movie reviews for the Friday the Thirteenth series. We dressed up in short shorts uh, and uh, like campers for a few of them, and actually did them outside. So if you hear some bugs fly around, I wore a baby in mommy tummy. <laughs> yes, you wore a baby in mommy's tummy. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this. I'm gonna be putting all these up on the podcast. From now until Friday the 13th, because we have a Friday the 13th coming up in March. So, uh, March, it's the, it's on the 13th, in case anyone was wondering. But uh, we'll have, yeah. yeah, we'll have that and a whole bunch of awesome Friday the 13th content between now and then and on that day as well. So, uh, we love your effing faces, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. We watch movie. I'm Mike. He's Jay. Friday the 13th, 2009. Motherfucking reboot titties. Remake that shit, motherfuckers. And you did it very well. You did it very well. I liked it. I enjoyed it because this time Jason is living off the land. He's not supernatural. Uh, you know, I have a problem with that a little bit, but we'll get into that a little bit. But, you know, look, for what they had, I appreciate it. 
Well, dude, it's, it's a weird time because this is kind of what I think we're going to get back into now that it's come out and it's doing so well at the box office and, and Halloween's been announced, it's coming out. There was a weird moment there in the early 2000s where they started to remake all these. Michael Bay got involved with Platinum Dunes. They did Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake of that, which yeah. was actually pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. They used the same director of that for this. Something funny about this one is that Michael Bay produced it with Platinum Dunes, but he walked out halfway through the screening because he, he said there was there wasn't way enough too much. No, he said there was too many titties. <laughs> He said there was too much, too much titties. You, oh I can't handle God. these titties. So you cast Megan Fox in Transformers with crotch shots galore, and that's too titties, much though. for your sensitive fucking flower ears. I like wow. belly buttons, not titties. At the very beginning of the movie, the very beginning when it opens up with the shot, it's not, you know, we see Pamela Voorhees, it says 1980. You know, we see Crystal Lake. She's tracked the last counselor down. She's telling her about Jason. She's like, I didn't do anything, you crazy bitch. And she's like, it doesn't matter. You should have been watching him. You actually see Jason in watching his mother get decapitated, but it's cool how they shot that that, that scene specifically, because it's like strobe effect, it's kind of like flashing a little bit as the credits are coming on screen, and it's cool, it looked really badass. I'm like, I'm in for a treat. It's a lot like what they did with the Amityville Horror remake, which a lot of people don't like. I enjoy that movie for what it is, but they did a lot of like backstory really quick with that scene, and it looked good. That's all you gotta do, you don't have to, like they were like, we don't need to go through years of fucking what Jason is. What, what they did with Jason was really cool because what they made Jason essentially was just a guy that lives off the land. You know, he doesn't have, you know, interactions with people at all. He's been out there alone, feral as fuck, and if you invite, invade his space, he's gonna kill you. Yeah. And that, that was a cool thing. They went, that was, they went back to old backhead Jason. And, I and, love and the backhead part. You actually get backhead Jason for a little bit of this, but again, Something that is a running theme through this entire movie for me is like, even though you get backhead Jason, the way it's filmed, it, it's just so glossy that it, just, it still didn't feel like backhead Jason yeah. to me. Like we talked about wanting to see an entire backhead Jason remake. Like that would be fun for me, I think. But you get him for moments, and first off, the, the, the entire opening scene in this movie is so fucking awesome. It like, was just, great. It, was, it was great. It was fucking ballsy. It was new. It, it, it threw ties into as the fuck, dog. Yeah, it was fresh. Old Spice! Fresh to death! My son likes Old Spice! There was there was one moment, like, when Jason comes on screen, at the very last shot, when he slices that bitch up, I felt like Terry Crews, like, POWER! <laughs> I felt really fucking good, dude. That's like, what it is, though. You get this whole new group of campers, and, and going into the movie for the first time, you think these are typical Friday the 13th characters. These are going to be the people we follow. They weren't even that bad. Like, some of them, no. I would have rather followed well, some of them. They're, they're All they're doing, they're not even really campers. I mean, the, they're looking for some pot. The, yeah, Crystal Lake has been closed down for fucking years. Like, we're in present day now. These guys are just up there because they heard about a patch of land that grows really good pot like marijuana and they're gonna steal it and take it and sell a bunch of shit and they're all up there just having a good time for that reason alone but Jason it's like not in my house and he's like no I've been smoking that weed and you're not gonna get my fucking stash but it was dude when he appears on screen for the first time the death scenes are badass because the death scenes they they used like ingenuity with the death scenes I mean it was like Jason was a goddamn great Cub Scout, because he was able to lay, like, he laid bear traps, he fucking set things, he was a like, survivalist. he set things up. Yeah, exactly, and he knew how to fucking take them down, and he was big as fuck, yeah. too, but 
Dude, I mean, God. You get the smart kid who goes into the woods, like the smart, weird, like, conspiracy theory kid. He goes into the woods. By the way, <laughs> the girls at the beginning of this movie are, Jesus Christ. Like, that one girl's talking to him, and she's, like, showing him her titties yeah, I love and stuff that like guy. that. That guy was great. Like, I'm gonna fuck That you. shit was pure Michael Bay, like, just the way it was filmed. It was Michael Bay. And even when Michael Bay doesn't direct these films, they have the Michael Bay look to him, and that did. But the dude goes out into the woods because his friends are wanting to fuck. And they even give you the girl who's like, I should be at home taking care of my mom. You know, I should be doing that. They give you, like, the hero girl, the Whitney. final girl yeah. they totally just fucking throw a ruse over your eyes and then fuck you in the ass in a, in a great way i didn't mean for it to sound that way when That's i said okay. it it's but okay. it did i don't i'm confused you guys been in jail what happened was uh <laughs> <laughs> hey man you ever seen the soap suds Calling down a crack of another man's ass. In the that's shower. a naughty jungle of love. <laughs> naughty, <laughs> naughty. But that's what they did. They they totally threw you off, and it was amazing. Because the first kill is that the conspiracy theory guys goes out there. He finds the weed. And he's like, oh fuck yeah, I love this shit. And I felt bad for him because everybody else had someone to have sex with, and he didn't. He was just, he was thinking about how he's gonna get rich. But he found his weed. Yeah. yeah. He didn't care. He don't he don't need no pussy right he, now. He's he's on there for business. He found his weed, and then he dies really quick. But then they're trying to have sex in the tent. And it's actually Jason standing around Dude, there watching. They were doing it doggy style. They were doing like, it crazy. I mean, I was like, that's fucking hot, man. You guys are having a hot sexual right now in Jason. Like, this is the, the hottest sex scene in a Jason movie, period. I mean, that was, yeah, it was pretty hot. She was oiled up. She oiled I up. Like that. I like that oiled. She oiled but, it in front of the camera. But when Jason... You saw the pre-WCW fight with the oil. Well, see, when Jason first makes his first kill against the conspiracy theory guy, and I don't know his name, I'm sorry. I, I don't remember his name. But he kills his ass. You don't really see it. You just see him kind of. But you do see a different version of because he's running. He like he hop steps. He's like I can't wait to kill you. Like he's fucking <laughs> fucked out. And I'm like yeah, that's kind of cool. And then you get to the scene where they're fucking in the tent. Also in the meantime, interspersed with Whitney going with her boyfriend, finding Jason's house and exploring that. I mean, honestly, you have a, an infamous serial killer who's done crazy shit before, and they just leave his house sitting there with his bed made up and it says Jason on it. That was a little bit too. At least know that Jason sleeps. That was just a little bit too perfect for me. <laughs> he curls up after a hard day. And then they work. find the locket with his mom and they find that and it was a cool ode to, to Friday the 13th part 2 where they find the head in the wall and stuff like that but still at the same time it was just it was a little bit too clean and perfect. But but in the meantime though when the doggy style shit's going on yeah. and and he you know after the dude's like I'm not going out there with a boner like I, I feel his pain. Like you don't want to go outside the fuck. You have a boner. You don't want to go outside and yeah. look for your friend that may be looking. He's like fuck it. Just let him watch. And he's like, go out there because you're not getting in. He's like fuck. So he goes out there to look for his friend that's already been dead. But she's in the tent waiting around. Jason shows up. You know, wraps her up in a, a sleeping bag. When the, when dude comes back to find out what's going on, she's like hung over the fire pit, like burning alive. He goes to save her, and this is where the bear trap comes involved. He had set that trap to wait. Yeah. So he gets, you know, uh, it's where that survivalist shit comes. He gets in. caught in that bear trap, and he's screaming, and she's cooking alive. It was Dude, dark. that was a that was a fuck. I, mean, I was like, oh. Yeah, it was dark. Dude. Damn. They actually show this you're girl. A, you're an Eagle Scout. They show her burning alive inside of this thing, and then the dude with the the, the nasty effect on his leg with the bear trap, and you're like. Fuck, we are in for some real shit. This is Faces of Death 9. It's actually fucking happening. And I was in, I was in because with these remakes, when you get them, you're watching them and you just expect it to be popcorn bubblegum bullshit. Yeah. But that scene was actually really disturbing and, and it really just honed you in. You're like, okay, fuck yeah, this is going to be a great movie. And it's actually kind of not. Well, it's all right. But it was it was the best opening uh, of any of these movies. Right. It, it was one of the best openings in all the slasher franchises. It was so fucking badass that they led you to believe this was what the movie was going to be about. And really, honestly, like when you go and you look at it, 
you could do a Jason film so simple that it could be that. Like that could be a Jason film. Yeah. And, and, and these people are having such a hard time making a Jason film. And, and I just want to go to the opening. That was 20 minutes long. Like it was a short. And, and it had everything you wanted in a Jason film, just wrapped in a short. These other movies where they veer off, they, they, they spend too much time on the wrong shit. It gets boring. It gets the same old chase shit. This was 20 minutes, and if you if you take that and you make it its own movie, it's one of the best Jason movies in the entire franchise. I think where they get tripped up on is the fact that are you going to make Jason supernatural? Or are you going to make him a normal dude? And they don't. And, and they normal, all, he's a worked. normal dude, but it worked. It worked really well, and we'll get into exactly why that worked so well for Jason in this movie. Jason goes back to find out these people have been rummaging through his home, and he's under the floorboards and starts stabbing up to kill the boyfriend. That was a fucking cool scene. It was intense, like. The, a lot of the very beginning of this movie is very, very fucking intense, very atmospheric, very intense. And then she's looking at it, and this is the point I really, dude, this is the Terry Crews power moment when Jason like looks at her, she's backing away, and he like runs at her and fucking has that machete, dude. That was like fucking great skull. Give me the strength. Like it was, it was so cool. It was like it was so badass. Like he was so raw. And then you get the title drop. Yeah, and then you're like, and I, ah, I, shit, dude, Greg. It, it was fucking raw. I'm like, what are we headed for in this street? I mean, it was really nice. Like I was like, this is fucking cool. And then, and then after the title happen. drop, you get the actual. Oh, we're gonna try to make a story out of it. Jared Padalecki from fucking Supernatural. I never watched movie. that show, but I know everybody like, in, loves it. He's in several horror movies. Like I've watched some of it because my wife likes it a lot. Yeah, well, he, he, I, I like him. Like he's he, he's a cool guy or whatever. But in this movie, he's looking for his sister, who was the girl in the main one. And one of the main Whitney, problems yeah. I have with this movie is spoiler review, spoiler alert. Um, Jason kept her. He put her in his basement. I don't, I don't like that. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's Hills Have Eyes shit. What the fuck? Like, this is a Jason movie. I was gonna put my dick in you. Have, you you've, you've been so ballsy up to this point, and then eventually you find out she's still alive, and you're like, I just... I, I mean, I when, just, when, when was the last time that Jason really took a prisoner? Like, like yeah, ever? Did it even, I, I don't think that even happened that's before. That's a bit much, Greg. But... We'll, we'll get to that. Fuck you, Greg. We'll get that point, Greg. Fuck you. Put it on the helmet. <laughs> but Fuck he's, you, Greg. Put on those pads, he's, Greg. He's looking for his sister on his motorcycle, and then he runs into the group of Crystal Lake partiers, <laughs> led by class S ass a-hole fucking karate kid bad guy douchebag. Your tits are so juicy, dude. The main dude, Hoyt. No, it's, it Hoyt? it's Trent. It should be Hoyt. It's Trent. It no, be Trent's Hoyt. a good douchebag name. I mean, that guy was so douchebaggy, I think he got a PhD in fucking thing. I thought you had to go to school to get the PhD of that douchebaggery, but he is pure douchebag, you know and I gotta love him for that. This is a reboot, remake, whatever, but he is maybe the douchiest douche hat that ever but douched I loved in a him. douche In a bill. way, I kind of like He him. actually just fucking, he carries that he douche force like a motherfucker. Like, he's the basic, he's the leader of the pack, right? I am douche And all we've got is a bunch of high school or college kids going to his cabin in or near Crystal Lake. We've seen he just it. wanted to bring him there to show him how much money he had. Pretty he didn't much. even like that's any what, of that's them. That's it. Uh, we've seen this a million times. But he stops at the gas station. That's where Jared Padilkalika is there. Uh, you know what his name is in the movie? He's got a good douchebag name too, Clay. Yeah. His name's Clay. Oh, Clay. Clay. Uh, I whittled this out of wood. <laughs> I, when, Beach I, wood. when I get when I get nervous, I I, I whittle. I whittle. I whittle. Uh, but no, he uh, he's in the gas station that they stop at. Uh, asking the the owner if he can put up the missing flyers, and he's like, no. But dude, fucking Trent has got the best. He's like, uh, are you gonna buy anything, bro? Because you've been yapping all day long. I'm just kind of wondering. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll move away. And he was like, and he's like, and he, then he looks at the guy. And he was like, you all right? 
You having a good day? Yeah, well, because he had Are that, you okay, bro? He had that moment, though. Like, it, it was actually a real moment in this movie where when someone's a dick to you and they're just openly a fucking asshole, at first, you might just be taken aback and you're like, oh, yeah, go ahead, sorry. That's too much, though. But then Jared Pat, like his character, was standing there and he was thinking, no, oh, fuck this. And he was like, well, I guess I'm an asshole then. <laughs> yeah, Clay, Clay was getting embarrassed by that chick from The Flash. By the way, that chick from The Flash TV series is in this too. Yeah. And that's Trent's fucking girlfriend, which makes zero sense. But anyhow, we'll talk about that. But, in a but Trent is like, uh, you know, it's funny because after he buys it, he's like, yeah, sure, go ahead. You know, because Clay moved aside so he could buy his shit. Trent's like, you okay, man? You having a good day, bro? And he's like, first off, I'm not your bro. He's like, oh, we're not going to hang out after this? We're not going to be friends? I'm like, god damn. You've got a fucking master's Supreme degree. Supreme douche. You PhD master's. You're a fucking 5,000 douchebag. I cannot get over <laughs> the fact that you're a douche. And we have the typical. We have an Asian guy in it. We have a fucking black guy in it. We have fucking a Willa. That one, I want to be bad with you, baby. That girl's in it. What? Yeah, dude. I don't know what that Willa, is. Willa Ford. Willa Ford is one of the... Chelsea, she's... Oh, God, I hate that name. That was my ex-wife's name. But Chelsea, <laughs> uh, Willa Ford, the girl that's saying, I want to be bad with you, baby, uh, a fucking popular song, I think, late 90s. Or, no. Yeah. She's hot as fuck. She's the blonde girl with the tits out. Oh, she's the one that he, she wants, goes to, out with he wants to come back as her butt button? No. Oh. No, that's Brie. She oh. she's the girl that goes out on the ski boat. I digress. But, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. a she's a singer. Weird. But anyhow, so uh, don't care. But we see Clay going through his. Mo he, he's doing the fucking best of the best thing with his motorcycle, driving off into the sunset and dusk, and asking people door to door. Have, have you seen my sister? You get one shot of an old lady, like people don't want me left alone. If you leave him alone, he'd leave you alone. She don't fuck said, with me. She should have said you're all doomed. Yeah. Just for a throwback. That basically, she's basically Ralph, and he's like, yeah. who? And he's like. Close the door. I gotta make stew. In the meantime, we're at the we're at the cabin, and uh, douchebag Trent's like, "This is my house. This is my house. That's my pool table. Uh, no big deal. It, it, you know, it, it's just it's very over the top douchey kingdom. Yeah. And it, but it's typical. It's standard. But I have to talk about his girlfriend real quick. The girl from the Flash who ends up with Jared Padalecki's like his character. Like fuck her. Like you know what? Fuck her. I I, I hate it when movies do this. You expect me to. Like believe in this character, like oh she's a good girl, she's just trying. In real life, yeah. okay, if she was that nice of a person, if she was so fucking sweet, she would have never been with that guy in the fucking first place. Well, I, you know what? I will say yes to you, my friend, because I don't like the fact that when Jared, when Clay gets to the fucking house after he's made his rounds, after he talked to that yeah. weird guy in the barn wanting to sell him weed, that fucking guy with weird teeth and shit, he made his way to Trent's house. And she's like, come inside for a drink. He's like, I don't think your boyfriend would really appreciate that. And she's he like, wouldn't. And then she, I don't, I mean, that's obvious. Why are you going to put me in that awkward fucking Why are you position? being a bitch? And then he's like, I don't, I just, you know, look, can you just take my Do you my have flyer? slice? Can, if you have slice, I'll come in. Well, whatever. Can you just we take have my, slice. No, can you just take my flyer and be on your way? Like, no, come on. It'd be okay, seriously. Yeah. You just embarrassed him in front of Trent. And everybody What'd you think else. was gonna happen? Why would you do that? That's not your house. Why are you doing? It's not your home. But <laughs> where my children play with the toys. But you, you you did that anyway. Like, and you thought you you thought what that he was gonna be like? Oh yeah, man, have a beer, have, yeah. have a sit down with me after you just experienced his actually, fucking assholiness at the gas station. I actually station. understand where Trent was coming from in that position. He's yeah, like, I would too. Me and this dude just had a, a, a rendezvous in the fucking gas station, and then you invited him into my house. That girl was a low key like, slut. <laughs> but later on, he was like, "You're just running through the woods, fucking throughout the whole." Woods and she was like, well, what? <laughs> well, but you have to expect that. Well, that she guy, was like, 
clearly like in love with this well, fucking dude. Well, that girl dude was the a, second he showed up. It had to be. But if she was such a good girl, what was she doing with Trent's douchebag ass? In the but first I, what place? I want to talk about really quick also is the fact that we also we were introduced to an underground Viet Cong goddamn secret clubhouse that Jason has built, and this is where I like. Jason has built this underground tunnels that, like, you know, he has bells and shit. He has, like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. danger signs for people, like, crossing. He has traps set up everywhere. So if people cross a certain section of the uh, of Crystal Lake, he'll know what's happening, yeah. and he can move. And he has, again, a Viet Cong fucking Because no one's tunnel. out there looking for him. Well, yeah, but he's underground. Like, he's fucking underground. And that's where we also find Whitney. She's been kept there for a while, for six months. I bet her ass stinks. <laughs> so, but, but, yo, but Jason uses... Jason's got a good toilet But paper. Jason uses this... Yeah, I'm sure he gives her triple charming. Triple uh, But he used this tunnel to, like, navigate around Crystal Lake. And uh, that was pretty cool to see. Like, again, it goes back to the fact that Jason isn't supernatural. He uses these tunnels to move around Crystal Lake and seemingly appear out of nowhere yeah. that looks like he's teleporting. And they made him a little boy who saw his mom die. They didn't go back to the him jumping out of the lake and he's living, feel, living there. Did you feel kind of bad for him? I kind of yeah. felt bad at the beginning, no, because he goes over and picks up his, you know, the whole thing, and I'm like, Man. I go back to the same thing though. Like, if he's been dead for this long, he's not been dead. I think he didn't die out. But I think why that, is his mom killing people? I if think he's that, still alive, just take care of your fucking well, kid. Based on that idea, is that maybe the was fact, he hiding from his mom? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe. It's, it's a still a huge grave. It, it's crazy, but that was cool to see that they had that set up. And again, it goes back and it reiterates the fact that Jason is not supernatural and he lives off the land. Cut to Nolan and fucking Willa Ford from I Want to Be Bad With You, Baby. God damn, she's fucking hot. That Chelsea chick, the, the one that's on the ski boat, fucking hot. He takes they, his boat. Yeah, but it was a cool little, another douchebag moment. He's like, take my boat. Because, you know, his girlfriend, before uh, Jared Palicki had shown up, had said, uh, why did you even invite him here? If you don't, if you, He's like, okay, I'll, I'll prove it to you. He's like, take my truck. You know what? Take my truck, and you can have my boat. And he's like, don't drive my boat. Only I drive my boat. Yeah. And, and then, in the meantime... The supreme douche sorcery continues. No one says, I'm going to fucking drive his boat. I like, like that guy. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to drive his boat. Like, that's like you know, that's going to happen. He's like, what does it say about me that as soon as he told me not to drive his boat, I was going to drive his boat. Right. And she was like, because you're fucking hot. <laughs> They're driving their boat. She's She took her fucking... You know, she has her tits flying. I love that part because he's driving the boat. I always wanted to water scoot my boobies no, out. No, but he's like, no, he's riding the boat. And he's like, he's like, oh, shit. He's like, that's fucking awesome. And he's like, I am so getting late. And Today then was a good day. <laughs> like That that kind of scared me because it came out of nowhere. And an arrow goes in his fucking head. And then she, because at that point, she'd already fallen off the skis. And there's Did a lot of. Did you hear that? Yeah, there's a lot what of. What was that? Ooh, 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 ooh. I hope it's not Blair Witch. What the fuck was that? Because I'm leaving if it is. Seriously, is there a monkey out I here? I didn't touch your fucking voodoo dolls. Was it? Is it an owl? Did you? Ooh, 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 ooh. You heard it, right? It was like... Ooh, yeah, ooh, I heard ooh, it too. Ooh. Leave us alone! We have guns. What are you waiting for? <laughs> so, um, my well, guns, I mean, she my takes her boobs off, She falls off the boat. Um, after the arrow, she's like, you know, she's like, hey, come over here. The boat keeps driving, knocks her in the fucking head, you know, because she's falling off her... Then Jason, this was a cool scene. Jason's stalking her. He's just standing, that was a, the way they shot that, and he's just standing in the woods. He pulls out his machete, and she's like, what do you want from me? And she starts swimming away. Yeah. Then on the deck scene. It was cool, dude, because it was really cool, because I actually thought what would have been a better kill in that scenario was where she'd just been hit by the boat, and she wasn't dead, but she was almost unconscious. It would almost be scarier to be out in the lake in the middle, like, 
far from shore yeah. and to be going unconscious and trying to stay awake because you know if you pass out you're going to drown. And that was originally the intention because but be that cool. was creepier yeah. to me and I was actually feeling creeped out in that scene and then the last thing you see is Jason standing there just fucking watching. Well, I like that. I like and the, you never know. I like the boardwalk walk. You never know. I like the boardwalk walk. Because he's walking on the yeah, boardwalk and cooler. she's looking up yeah. at the camera and then slice the fucking machete, knock her head. And I thought it was But funny. he pulls her up just so you can see it's her titties. Like tits. I was like, gotta have that tits shot. Uh, but she dies and they're dead. And this now, one's for the fans. And now, yeah, it's like, nod. Then they see Jason walking through with a body. And we, you know, at that point, they're like, oh my god, there's a killer. And they gotta go back to Trent's house to tell everybody what's happening. <laughs> Meanwhile, Trent's fucking Trent's fucking girl. Brie. That was that a was great a cool, sex scene. Like, when they're fucking, he's like, Dude, he's like your your tits are your tits are stupendous. He's like he's like they're so juicy, bro. And then he's like uh, your your tits should be in a a goddamn tit show. Like I was like a tit competition. That that's when you know you've reached the upper level. And actually, all this time we thought that he said your tits are so juicy, bro. He says, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he calls me. He's like your tits are so juicy, dude. Which is one of the funniest lines from any of these fucking movies ever. But they're in there having a fuck he marathon. He said And I know for a fact that this is when Michael Bay walked out. It was that fucking scene. He was like, oh, I'm fucking done. Which. Dude, you're Michael it's Bay. Part of the like, come on, just because someone actually is revealing what you're hint at constantly, you're gonna get pissed. But anyways, there are no explosions. <laughs> but he's 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 falling with it. He doesn't give a shit. In his eyes, she's out there fucking him across the woods like it's a fucking field day. But then you got the two cool guys, as I like to call them, that are just hanging out. The Asian None dude. of them are getting laid, and he is. had a chance to get laid because she came up to him first. But she burned his lip on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She burned his lip, and he gets pissed, and he breaks. He's like, "You broke my uncle's table, bro. What the fuck? You better fix that." This is a family heirloom. And I like those two guys. Those guys are the likable characters of the movie because they just came out there. Of course, to get they're gonna die up. though. You know they're gonna die. Yeah, he goes out to the shed, and I like. He did the exact same thing I would do if I was at some douchebag guy who I didn't like, you know, house or whatever, this lake house. And he goes out there and he finds this whiskey. He's like, "Fucking rich people suck." Yeah, dude, he's that guy had it. some great whiskey. He's playing some fucking uh, uh, Wayne's World. He's like, "Game on!" <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Jason obviously comes out and kills him. And it's kind of an ode to the other movies, the way he kills the screwdriver through the through the throat. And that was that was slow mo. Like yeah. you could see it going in. That was a really good Gnarly. shot. That was a cool Gnarls scene. Gnarls Barkley. One of my favorite death scenes, though, is came after the dude gets killed in the uh, the garage. Uh, when I, I'm sorry, I can't remember his name. The black dude that goes outside to investigate because his boy is out there still, and he's the only cool guy. Like you know, I'm not gonna leave my friend fucking roasting out there by himself yeah. while you all all you other motherfuckers. I gotta call the cops. We can't go outside. But he goes in the garage and and you know he fights Jason for a little while. And then he's running, but Jason takes a fucking axe and throws it at his ass. What I like the best about this scene, that Jason has been practicing at camp with the, with the, the tomahawk throwing. Well, you saw him in four, dude, with the fucking Aaron Rodgers flick of the wrist yeah, knife. Look at that flick of that wrist. But yeah, uh, you know, he throws it, kills the mother, or he's, before he kills him, he's dying. He's screaming for his friends to come help him. Again, like you said, using him as bait, getting them out there. That's the first time Beyond the, the bear traps and stuff that Jason's already used, he's using another technique to get people outside so he can fucking murder them. He, like, he turns around and kicks him on the fucking, uh, on the wood stand and it has an uh, axe go up through his chest. That was a cool, and it wasn't because it was the most spectacular, like I said, it was just the idea that Jason was smart enough to use that yeah. as a tactic. Yeah. When we get really fucked up though, is, I mean, you know, people are gonna start dying soon. I mean, yeah. you know, we're getting towards the end of the movie. So Brie has kind of a, unceremonious death. I mean, she gets suffocated to death and then thrown on a fucking deer antler when Jason breaks in to the home that they're all they're all hiding out in. 
but there were cool moments and like you know he's standing on the rooftop that was badass that looked great when the cop shows up and he jumps behind him and he shoves a fucking poker through his eye that and was it goes cool. through the door at the same time yeah that was cool yeah but Bree's dead at that point Trent runs out in the middle of the fucking row and he's a shitty shot he goes you're a terrible shot Harry <laughs> and he's been shooting whatever yeah, Jerry Blair's like, give me the fucking gun, you piece of shit. So he kills him by throwing basically the the last what well, you see of Trent on the back of a tow truck. That was and, good. And he that drives was, away. That was good though because it lasted long because Trent shows up and there's a tow truck and you don't know it. Or you're like, it's like maybe he's he was doing very good last night. <laughs> Is Jason driving or or what's going on? There's no way. Jason you was you find out it's just this old fucking dude and then Jason fucking shows up behind him and he kills him in a, and. He, you, maybe you want a little bit more for Trent's fucking douchebag death scene, but he does hold that knife in him for a long time. Yeah. And then throws him on the spike for him to drive off with. So, pretty good death for Trent. But then, when, after Trent's dead, then we get into the fact that, again, you know, uh, Supernatural, my man, and Flash Girl, what's up, go and find Jason's house, and they hear Whitney screaming in the basement. It all kind of tails off. Man. Really, at that point, you're like, okay, they're tying it up like as quick as they can. Seven minute so long chase. So, Jared, uh, not Jared, I was going to call him Jared. His name is Jared in real life. But uh, Clay finds Whitney in the basement. They rescue her. They're trying to make it out of this fucking Viet Cong tunnel. And I mean, Jason comes down. He's like, who's in my fucking house? <laughs> like, I mean, he was pissed. The the surprise kill, though, that comes is the Flash Girl gets killed. I didn't think that she was going to die. Like, I thought she was going to make it out with them. Yeah. They're trying to crawl this little tunnel to get outside, and um, she gets stabbed, pulled back, dead, and then it's just Clay and Whitney trying to make it out. And various things happen. They make their way to the bar, which is an O'Day to part three or four. And by the way, there's an also, there's a nod to Friday the 13th part two, where at some point you're in Jason's basement and you do see the wheelchair there, which to me was a nod to wheelchair dude from part two. Yeah. I appreciate but we, that. We went to the barn. I think that's part four. Maybe it's part four. I'm pretty sure. There was a barn in like eight of these Yeah, I, I think it's part four. That's it's always a fucking I, barn. Yeah, it is part four, I think. No, it's part three. It's part three, I think, where he gets hung and he takes his mask and goes, eh. I think that's part three. I think that's part There's three. There's multiple barns. Yeah. A lot of barns. But uh, they make their way into the barn. Jason comes in. At that point, the guy, uh, Clay, has a pretty cool fight scene, uh, scene with him. And um, there's a wood chipper that's going. And Jason's going to fuck his face up. He's going to make meat grinder. He's going to make, you know, goddamn. Meat burritos. Meat burritos on to, uh, Taco Tuesday. Living on the land. But finally, his fucking sister gets over her bullshit and tries to help him out. Wraps the chain around his neck and throws it in that fucking wood chipper, and then Jason choking to death, and then they wrap it over the fucking again the rafter, and he raises up, and that is an OJ. That is literally at the barn in part three yeah. with him choking to death. That was a cool thing. A, a nod back. But what should seem like a cooler scene is how they finally kill him. Is that the 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 wood chipper thing or whatever it is ties him down, and ultimately it's grinding his fucking well, brain. Well, she does stab the machete down. Yeah, she, yeah, she does the final girl thing and stabs him, but the, the wood chip, that's what supposedly killed him, was the thing, like, grinding through his grave. Makes sense. And he, it's, it's a cool idea. I have so much on my mind. It just, <laughs> it seems like, it seems like it should be cooler than it is, but there's something just lacking about it. I don't know, like, well, I don't know. At the very last scene, they do the classic, um, again, you know, we know Jason's not dead. I mean, come on. You're not going to end that series like yeah. that. Uh, they're sitting on the dock because you would, I guess. They drop the body in the fucking lake. Why move the body? I don't even all? know. Why touch That's it? That's a crime scene, Why motherfucker. Why do anything other than call every fucking police station in the fucking local area? They got a dust for fingerprints. I, yeah. Why did they pick up the? They untied the chain, removed him from his death, yeah. and dumped him in. Why? 
Give him peace. Fucking, why would you fucking do that? I don't know, but they did drop him. It's like when the police show up, they're like, okay, he murdered everybody, you killed him, what happened? Well, then we took his body, and for no reason whatsoever, we decided to dump him in the lake. <laughs> Freddy died by fire, Jason by water. This is gonna be Jobs Card Day in the what? movie. <laughs> they're sitting around, they're talking, or they're not even talking. Fresh just, tastes better, Mentos. It's a Mentos commercial. Fresh tastes better in Crystal Lake, it's full of light. Crystal Lake. The fresh water. <laughs> the fresh water. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, they're looking around at the sunset thinking about like dreams. <laughs> and then fucking Jason pops out of the fucking the boards and then pulls her under, you know, or grabs a girl and pulls her and then we have the credit scene. Bullshit ploy. It's again, you know, I, it's, a, it's a bullshit ploy, but I, again, it's a fan service. It's like That's we fine. know how the first one ended, the second one caught Nigel. Joe. <laughs> But, <laughs> but, originally, but there was rumors that the sequel was going to take place soon after that. It should have. And mean, it was going to be during winter, which fucking ooh. Jason during winter ooh. in the snow. Sassafras! He's David Hasselhoff! That motherfucker be wearing visceral! He's going to be wearing fur coats! I would like that very much. He'd be much. wearing like mink. I think that the sequel would have been. I think it would have done well. It should have Because happened. there was a good positive. It was good enough to make yeah, a sequel. The positive response uh, on this was good enough. And by the way, the guy that played him. I liked him. I thought he was a good, intimidating, fresh Jason, and he yeah. was. And he, the fact that they they caused, you know, I know that people had issues with it, that he ran and, and he and I he found the running. I yeah. thought the idea was cool, and I thought it made sense. It's kind of like the same argument that people had with Dawn of the Dead came out that the fact that Zack Snyder decided to have zombies run it just adds a little bit more yeah. element of fear it, into it. Here's the thing though, like if you're gonna go through the natural progression, eventually Jason's not supernatural, but then it becomes supernatural. Yeah. In this, they kind of jumpscape everything, whereas he has his goddamn brain mushed, but right? he still comes up from the dead. And, but then he comes up, so he's supernatural, but you don't know why. Like there was no he's weird. Like, he comes up and he's like, you know, there's a five dollar on my pond charge. <laughs> if you go fish, it's five dollars. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense for like you know, future titles, but they still could have done it. Like, it was good enough. Yeah. Like, I give the movie, I give, I give it a 7.0, dude. I give it a 7.0 because I liked it. It was a good reboot. If you're going to have a Michael Bay company do a Platinum Dunes reboot of a movie, this is, I feel like it was as good as it could have been. Like, it's missing stuff. It feels weird. It's too glossy almost. It feels strange. They did a couple strange things with Jason, but at the at Stranger the, Things. Stranger Things. At the end of the day, dude, the opening is one of the coolest ever. The Jason was pretty good. I I, I don't love it in the same way I love like the natural Kane Hodder, like 80s and 90s feel Jason. Yeah. Uh, it felt a little bit too almost like it almost felt CGI and fake. But I liked how brutal he was. He didn't. He never looked bad. It just it didn't feel natural enough for me as a Jason. But I still enjoyed it as a movie. It still had some good kills to it. Uh, it was it was decent in every aspect of the world. And I and I really wish that they would have taken this and jumped off and started making new movies off of it. I think this was. I'm gonna give it a seven point five myself. I think it was one of the more visceral, more brutal Jasons that I've seen on camera. And the fact that he lived off lands and he set traps and he and he used bait, he used people as bait, I fucking thought that was phenomenally good. I thought that was a good idea to start there, to start why Jason is what Jason is, and then use that as a springboard to maybe go into something else if they ever decided to do that. But and you know what, at the end of the day, we didn't we don't have anything else. We don't you know, if they had used this as as a base as a base and given us sequels off of this, mm. I'd have been fine with that. They had him die a human's death, but then brought him back supernatural with no bridge. It doesn't, you know? it doesn't need one. Ha <laughs> ha! Hey, they put him in water, that was fucking elemental, and that's magic. <laughs> have you never played fucking Jason's World of Warcraft? Jason's afraid of water. Haven't you seen Jason versus Freddy? Freddy's afraid of fire, too. Comment down below, would you guys have rather seen them use this as a jumping point and done the winner Freddy versus what we have now, which is fucking nothing, or wait until they re-reboot it again or do whatever they're gonna do with it? Comment down below, let us know what your all's thoughts on this Jason movie was, the reboot, Michael Bay's 
platinum dunes, all that shit. We love your fucking faces, and if you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some my sick goddamn wham up. If they did a fucking winter version of Jason coming back, though, wouldn't he be Leonardo DiCaprio on that one movie? The, <laughs> the bear, the revenant, and the revenant, he'd just be fucking like, I'm gonna get revenge. <laughs> we watched a movie. With the new iPhone SE for less than a hundred bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.